that's why it may be time to come up with a new opening slogan. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more inside class. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So we're not going to harp on it a whole lot, but this is, in fact, the 200th episode of this podcast. We're not going to not harp on it, to be fair. No, I mean... It's a round number and um, round numbers should be acknowledged. And um, this is no exception. Yep. Noted. Number yep. 200. So, yeah. Let's crack a something. Uh, my already open can of Kill Cliff. There you go. Uh, which I'm running out of. Uh, how's your week been going? Good. You know, I did um, the one monthly trivia in greensboro and the one weekly in lexington we had some people at this one um so that was a step up well now you, now we know now we know it was, was it was in fact naked beer night it must have been it must have been naked beer night um and in, and it wasn't actually to be fair this one wasn't massive but um but who knows the weather's nice for the first time the bartender and i were saying like if we weren't working we'd be in the backyard barbecuing like we wouldn't be out at a bar it's a gorgeous night for that so I get it. And, um, and then, um, here's a thing. So I'm, I'm playing on Saturday at a brand new place that has just opened here in town. They opened mm -hmm. last week. Um, and I know the owner, he was the first guy who booked me when he was the manager of the yep. bull city place. Right. And, um, and so that'll be fine. A little three hour acoustic thing. And then that new patio and, uh, a friend of mine who now lives in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a fun little town in the it in, is in the mountains of North Carolina. Uh, he just moved there, but uh, when I knew him was when we were in high school in Salt Lake City, Utah, when we founded our first band together. Ah. And so um, he'll be coming up um, just to hang for the day and come to my gig and um, spend the night on a air mattress in my office here, and then uh, and then head back. So oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it'd be good to see him. So good. Yeah. That's what I'm up to. Band continues to be, yeah. well, here's the other thing that happened last, um, you know, starting to get marketing materials together for the new project. And, um, I have a one sheet pretty much built that I'm more or less happy with. And then we recorded okay. we, on multi-track out of the, out of the, um, the Soundcraft mixer, um, our whole rehearsal last time. And I built some good little clips and, uh, they sound pretty good. They sound pretty darn good. Um, nice. I was, happy with what I, what I, what I was able to produce. It was my first real multi-track. So I, I mix down the podcast every week in logic pro, but mm -hmm. I've never done like a full band mix down. I, I bought logic pro since I was last doing that. So it was before that I was using reaper. Um, right. And so I've now learned about automation tracks and, Oh, just all the good stuff that's there in logic pro. It's very, it's very cool. So, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's been fun. Good. Yeah. So yeah, big learning week. It's been great. Fantastic. About you. So let's see. Um, we've got our, <laughs> we've got this, this gig on Saturday and uh, a couple of moving parts there. It's a four piece. Uh, Amber's not going to be on that one. It was, it was, it was signed as a four piece initially because the, the pay was lower than we normally get. Mm -hmm. And it was initially supposed to be a live band karaoke gig. And that has kind of slowly morphed into it being a mostly band gig with a karaoke component that may or may not be executed. Uh, in the third and final set, um, a lot of back and forth with this client. And uh, I think we had talked about it previously that I think the uh, the, the party kind of got away from him and he's trying to make sure that like he's got all of these things kind of hammered out. And um, 
it's really hard in in communicating with clients that their need to be ultimately in control of the flow of the evening is actually going to make their evening less enjoyable. Right. Uh, so uh, we hadn't quite gotten that far. We finally got everything more or less sorted. Uh, in the midst of doing that, our MD got like horrifically sick. Mm. Um, one of those like stomach bugs that made his way through their house. And so everybody is uh, being very digestive. Um, and then also uh, my, my, our eldest was uh, homesick for most of the week with like a sore throat, multiple COVID tests, a strep test. It was just like whatever it was. And um, I was a person kind of <laughs> running point because I was, I'm the working out of the house and right. woke up this morning. I woke up this morning with a sore throat. And if I'm doing the uh, coughing math, I'm I'm going to be like hitting the peak of this thing like literally on gig day. So yeah, um, not really looking forward to that prospect. But I will say, um, in in prepping for this, I uh, I sat down uh, on a on a FaceTime call with our other guitar player and like just picked up a guitar and played for like an hour and like holy hell that that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Then sometimes it's it's hard to remember that. Uh, Playing guitar for uh, not work uh, is pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, and sometimes you uh, you pick up a guitar and it like works, and you're like, "Hey, I'm pretty okay at this." Yeah, you know, that's happened a lot of times in my guitar career where there's some song where I'm like, "Oh, there's no way that yeah, I couldn't, I could never. I, that's incredible. I couldn't do that." And then when I try it, I'm like, "Oh, I can do that i'm I'm actually having that experience right now my my bassist who is uh formally trained just got a degree in bass performance like kind of a badass um mm-hmm. at our last rehearsal she started thumping out sir duke and i was like nice God, i really want to do that when i've always been intimidated by that solo section that 2d solo section in the middle of it um so this week i've been learning it and i now know it and yeah, that is one of those that I would like. I need to be able to play that. Yeah, I need to pull the I need to pull the bass off the wall and like just be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Really well, it, it turns out it's to. all mostly in a box. It's it doesn't move around all that much actually, and it's just a matter of kind of knowing the phrases and knowing how they fall, um, and then working it with the band I, enough to have it be in unison. I'm gonna I'm gonna want bass, guitar, and fiddle to do it in unison because yeah. I don't have horns. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's not impossible. It's just actually practice that's all it takes who would sing that i would okay yeah because it's up bar I, I mean i can get as i can get that far up i can't i can't do habadi but it ain't called love but i can get pretty far up pretty far because yeah i mean that that's uh, that feels high to me does it again that's just one of those well it's just one of those weird it's a placement thing yeah like to me I believe in a thing called love is doesn't count because it is it is strictly falsetto. It is one hundred percent right technique, right, and not necessarily force. Like there's nothing nothing's behind it. It just kind of comes out, right. Whereas I feel like being able to do Sir Duke the right way, you have to have. There's got to be some force behind it. But there's also got to be some like style behind it. I'll give it a shot. If I can't do it, Taylor can handle it. It'll it, we'll, we'll we'll get it done. We'll get it done. I. You know, and I, I, I hate to be that guy, but like, I still feel like a song sung with a male voice in that register sounds cooler than a female singing it equivalency. Yeah. There's something just about the, 
the sheer effort required. I, I don't know. Yeah, there the, there is something about it being at the high end of what you can do that 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 gives it an energy. That's certainly true. Yeah. I don't well, know. I, I, the the, I the singing great. I did along with my bassist on Sunday wasn't too strainy, so I I, I don't feel like it's going to be much of a challenge. The, the the fear for me is all those notes that happen in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. like when you're doing the outro and he's doing all the runs. Yeah. yeah, it's not just that you have to feel it all over; you have to feel it all, all over, over baby. Yeah, and sometimes you have to go all over people. Like mm-hmm. you got to feel it all over. Oh, it's up and it's down over. and it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then then a couple times you're going, oh, gotta, yeah, uh-huh. you got to go there's above There's a it. lot of moves. A lot of moves in that song. It's Dude, I, I love, dude that song is amazing. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's any, it, you can't listen to that song and, and like be bummed. Like it's such a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're now going to start the ep- the the portion of the podcast where we talk about Sir Duke for 30 <laughs> It, it can notes. be done. It can be done. Yeah, those opening arpeggios, <laughs> uh, like dun 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 dun. It's nice. It's just nice. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so we we're pulling out some stuff that I don't remember we us playing in a while uh, for this gig. Uh, we're pulling back out. Things can only get better. Howard Jones. Nice. Uh, we're doing White Wedding. We're doing uh, New Sensation in Excess. Love that song. Um. And oh man, there's like a handful of other ones that we don't normally do, like "Fight for Your Right to Party" and uh, "Do You, you Give do, Love a Bad Name." Um, like we're uh, "Eyes Without a Face." We don't. We do. Uh, we we've done "White Wedding." Yeah. We do. Uh, uh, what's the other one that everybody does? So we do "Rebel Yell." Sometimes we yeah. do uh, "Dancer with Myself" is the one that we do most most times. That's yeah. That's a that's a dancer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eyes Without a Face is is slower. It's it's not it's not as I wouldn't say strictly a dance number, but it's got that really great breakdown in the middle. The, Eyes Without a Face. Yeah, that 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 big sort of almost rap breakdown in the middle of it that is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rock and roll and fun. And um, I don't know, I like that tune a lot. I had a fun conversation with our guitar player because we were talking about um, "Fight for Your Right to Party," mm. and I was like, "Please don't learn the solo." I can't because there's the like the solo on that song is not good, isn't it? I was <laughs> like, that's the that's the second worst guitar solo in a BC Boy song, which is saying a lot because the guitar solo for "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" is the worst guitar solo ever recorded of all time. I'm so, not hip to either of those. I'm gonna have to listen to them. Well, "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" was off of "License to Ill," yes, which was produced yes. by Rick Rubin, who also produced Slayer's "Rain in Blood," and so that song. Features a uh, guitar solo by none other than Carrie King of Slayer, huh. and it's uh, it's horrendous. It's wow. it's truly terrible. All right, I'll uh, check it and, out. For um, the pain of it. I, I I will issue a social media challenge if anybody who is listening to this podcast will record themselves playing the No Sleep Till Brooklyn solo <laughs> note for note and tag us in the post. I will give you something. Something. It, it may not be good, no, but uh, you it'll, will. It'll be, be forever. Uh, in my good graces. Good graces? Yeah. All right. It it take it would take a fair amount of effort to play something that terrible. So mm-hmm. I will I will give them I will give them um whatever my say gets around here. Deal. Might you might get a free small fry out of it. I don't know. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? So yeah, um 
the prospect of I've been kind of in a funk. I've I've not been <laughs> I've not been shy about that uh, in the past few episodes. Uh, did reach out, got an appointment with the counselor to kind of talk through some of that, but also a lot of, I think the, the weight of it has lifted a little bit. Good. And I am actually looking forward to this thing on, on Saturday provided, um, my voice doesn't give out. Um, I I'm looking forward to the potential being just a guitar playing singer and, um, just hanging out. So excellent. That should be fun. Yeah. So I think that, I think we're all caught up. Cool. Um, as far as other housekeeping things go, um, I am taking a break from the YouTube videos this week on account of my laptop failing. My I've, I've, I replaced the laptop, but I, I, I'm using that as an excuse to give myself some margin. You know, you got to breathe sometimes. So, it's fine. I do. And um, I haven't skipped a week really since December where I went to New York. And it's been a, I've, it's been a, a pretty solid like slog ever since. So yeah, uh, you've been putting them out solid and, and you're the, you're the one who set that weekly standard for yourself and you've been yep. keeping it pretty reliably. And I think that you have every right to say that this week's an exception. I think that's fine. And I'm also starting to toy with the idea of putting more content on my personal channel. I think some people were kind of like weirded out by the social media component of the video last week. There's like, well, what does this have to do with being in a cover band? And I was right. like, well, it kind of does and it kind of doesn't, but like maybe I need to start posting like more of that focused stuff on a separate channel so we're not crossing the streams too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and then it would just be less a, a less frequent situation. Sure. So, anyway. Sure. All right. So let's talk about once again, we don't get this opportunity, but this is this is a, a way for us to talk about current events and news while also completing a circle of a story that we had told in past episodes. That's right. So uh, <laughs> uh, there, there, was, uh, there were reports uh, a while ago about Smash Mouth and um, their lead singer, Steve, uh, not doing so well, um, making uh, live performances and, and things just not going well for them. Um, definitely some substance issues there, but also apparently like a very serious health issue. And he was basically like, I, I can't pretend like, I can still do this anymore. So I'm not going to, so he retired. So there, there is no more the guy from smash mouth. He, he is, uh, he's, he's, he's pursuing other things. Formerly from smash mouth. Correct. Yeah. Now my, the joke was, I was like, well, Dan, here's your chance <laughs> you, to be the, the new singer of smash mouth. Yeah. And, um, it turns out that a member of our community is connected to the guy who actually got the gig. And guess what? He plays in a cover band. Yeah, how about that? How about that? So um, I did want to call out Jeff Miller uh, because he's one of our cover band brethren out in Los Angeles. Jeff has a band called Black Crystal Wolf Kids and they're out in LA. They're doing kind of like indie pop covers. Huh. So like mi early to mid aughts, but more on like the indie side, um, thinking like fun. your modest mouses yeah, and your fun and that kind of thing. Uh, and he happens to know the guy who got the gig and his name is Zachary good. And, um, he's, uh, he's another LA based guy who apparently is a voice actor primarily and is a, uh, is a member of a Weezer slash beastie boys tribute called geezer. Nice. Amongst other projects. He's yeah. done other things. 
there's a he's got a couple of original projects. There's one like Divided by Zero and a couple of other ones. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, is that if you are a band of guys in your, let's say, 40s to 60s, and you're looking for a new person, that pool of people is is not big. Yeah. And so you, the the only pool that you really have are guys who are seasoned and, and working. And um, those guys are us. Yep. And so it's it's interesting to think about, but I, I'm still trying to get this. I've been trying to work on this interview lineup for almost two years now at this point. But my buddy Rob Hammersmith plays drums for Skid Row. He, he didn't start playing drums for Skid Row. He played in dirtbag rock and roll bands. And that's how I met him. Yep. But now he plays in Skid Row. And that's that. Yeah. And it was just because he was around the right age and, you know, was working. Had the chops, was in the right place at the right time. Had the right look, had the right demeanor. Yep. And yep. You, get to, you get to be in Skid Row. Yeah. That's the story. So, you know, uh, they also released a new, they released a single. I think they, uh, they did a remake of uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. Sounds pretty good. I know people are mad and they're like, the thing that really bumps me out is that people are like, get the other guy back. I'm like, the other guy can't come back. Yeah. The alternative to new singer of Smash Mouth is no more Smash Mouth. Right. It was, uh, we had that conversation with um, my buddy, Neil Patterson, who was, who was formerly the singer of Reagan Youth. And they're like people calling him a scab and calling him a, a poser or a LARPer. I was like, he, he's like, the guy who I replaced is dead. Yeah. It's either a bunch of guys who are replacements or or nothing. Yeah. So, and you know, listen, enjoy, there, there enjoy, are diehard fans out there who would prefer nothing. That's true. I, I, and that I, it's that is its own toxic yeah. situation yeah. as well. Yeah. But let's be happy for people. Let's be happy for people. Abundance mindset. Let's celebrate new music, even if it's not the old music. Yeah. Even though in this particular case, it, it is it, new old music. It is the old music. In this. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Now we're going to talk. Now we're going to do our Tears for Fears block. Okay. Speaking of old music that's now new, <laughs> Tears for Fears oh, is back. He, they are. They are, in fact, back. Yeah. I saw them on CBS Sunday morning. They yep. are back. Yeah. Did you see the interview? I did. Yeah. It was pretty good. good interview. It was a good interview. And and I liked the way they were like, yeah, we didn't talk. And then we realized we needed to talk. That, <laughs> like, that it was is, that simple. It was that simple. Hey, man. Hanging on in quiet desperation is the English way. It's true. Yeah. That's not from them. Anyone who's wondering. No, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw, Dave, I've seen some videos of them um, doing, I mean, covers of their old stuff. And, uh. It's good. It's as good as it's as good as the original. I will say this: there is something about bands that like went away and then came back. They sound better, yeah, than the ones that never stopped. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly because they had time to like not wear themselves out. Also, I wonder it's amazing if, you how know, less the, tired your voice sounds. As I have um, played, there have been several times in my cover artist career where I have listened to a song that I've covered for a long time and heard a bunch of stuff that I don't do and been surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, that that happens in the original. I, I haven't been doing that at all. Like, and the song in my yeah. brain has evolved to be the thing that I do and not what's on the recording, 
right? So I wonder how much of that is like, if you play the same song and it's your song, but you played it every night for yeah. 50 years, how much it has um, diverged from the original recording that you may not even be aware of. Hopefully you have an MD who's yeah. helping you with that stuff. But um, versus like Tears for Fears had to relearn their things. Like that. For sure. They, they, you know, if they still, it took me so long to figure out all the moves that happen in everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> all the irregular, you know, lead, lead breaks that are half a chorus and, you know, all weird stuff that happens in that. I'm sure they had to like shed that again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they'd be true to themselves, their 30 years ago selves in a way that they may, may not be if they had just been touring this whole time. Yeah. Well, and, and also another note is like the members of the band that are performing as Tears for Fears are also younger guys. That's right. No, it's, it's the two dudes. It's the two dudes. And then they've got, yeah. they've got hired guns. But again, that's just another one of those things to be aware of is that like they have to source those people from somewhere. That's right. Could be you. And it could be. It yep. very well could be. Yep. Yep. So, I know the lead line think about. on Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I could be that guitarist standing there playing it. If you are one of the like seven drummers who can play that pattern. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You can, you too, yeah. you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the way that so, it's the way they, they they that soft open hat thing that happens. There's a there's a rhythm that happens on the hat that I've just never heard anybody quite replicate. Yeah, so the the pattern is is a shuffle with the feet and the snare. Yeah. So you're getting a gun 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 ga gun gun ga. Yeah. And the hi hat pattern is da 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 opposed to that. Right. They don't line up. Right. Uh that yeah but isn't it also the hat's also going like there's like a there's like an open well, yeah you're doing that but it's also but it's also it's it's also the the rhythm of on it is is also difficult yeah 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 it's it's a hell of a groove it's really something it's and, a beautiful and it song was programmed. I, I mean it wasn't it wasn't played live on the recording it was a it was computer drums right so lin, lin drum probably yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's great to have those guys back. It's very cool. Um, have you ever so the song of theirs that I discovered late, not contemporaneous with it coming out, um, because I was mm-hmm. already way down my classic rock rabbit hole of the super late eighties and early nineties. Um Are you about to say Mad World? No, I love no, I knew that one and I <laughs> loved it. I loved it. No, it's sowing the seeds of love. Mm. Which is glorious. Just a glorious piece of work and such a tribute to the Beatles. Like it's, it's, it's pure Beatles tribute the whole way through there. Like it, it, it essentially name checks like four Beatles tunes. There's a trumpet solo, just like Penny Lane. Like it's, it's really something. And so, um, I played it for my band last week cause I've been back in tears for fears land th- th- this weekend. Mm-hmm. Actually, none of them they're back cause they're back. And, um, my drummer, who's my age. Um, I said sowing the seeds of love, and he was like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the one, that's the one. But uh, my fellow singer and my bassist, who were both like early twenties, had never heard of it. And I put it on, and we played it, kind of played through it a little bit. And um, we might do a stripped down cover of it, but, but the question is, if a stripped down cover of that song does it any justice, it's like full symphonic, full horns, it's like massive, and. Um, yeah, it's just a great tune. I'd love to. I'd love to be able to cover it. And I don't think I have the budget. <laughs> so, well, we'll see. You know, 
and again, it, we, we have those, those songs that like, we, we just do, we want them for ourselves, but yeah, it's like, that's right. Is this answering a question that anybody is asking? Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and are you going to use? That. Are you going to use one of your three slots in the night where you can just indulge on that? Right, maybe, exactly, maybe. Yeah. So, um, talking about like answering questions that people haven't asked, um, uh, our buddy Eric, who is the Kurt in in the Nirvana tribute, never mind, right, um, has hung that up. I think uh, at his age and the 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 strain it it was on his voice. I think he was ready to just kind of be done with it. So he has now started a, um, a Brian Adams tribute called reckless. Okay. And I was like, huh? But then you look at his, like you look at his catalog and you're like, Oh, so this is like, to me, that feels like a Henry Ford kind of scenario. Like people, we, we've been sitting around asking for faster horses and he's like, no, 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 no. Here it is. Yeah. But I, I did, I, when he announced it, I was like, oh man, now I've got to, now I've got to start my satisfied, a tribute to Richard Marks tribute. And then we could do a package tour. That's right. Yeah. You've always wanted to do have that. Have to get that curly mullet. Yeah. You know, we'd have to do it right. Yeah. I wonder if there's yeah. any way to do a Kenny G tribute. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could just probably get Kenny G. I wonder what he's up to. Touring, he, touring. I, um, I appreciate state the fairs. fact he shows up and stuff. He shows up in like pop culture. Yeah, like he's very much in on the "I'm Kenny G" joke. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I, I always appreciate when a sort of nostalgia act can wink at themselves. Yeah, I think that's good. Billy yeah, Idol showing up in. Um, what was it? He showed up in Wedding uh, Singer. Wedding Singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you know, good for everybody. Abundance mindset. Just because this guy got the gig in Smash Mouth doesn't mean you can't get a gig in Smash Mouth too. You that's know, right. that's right. Just because Tears for Fears like hung it up for twenty years doesn't mean you can't hang it up for twenty years and then come back and rock the house again. Absolutely. So you know who's not going to hang it up right now? Us. You and me. That's right. Because you know why? It's the big two oh two hundred episodes. Big two oh oh. For sure. And, uh, I, again, every once in a while I'll put episode one on, which is really more like episode zero. Yeah. And the difference of everything <laughs> is just astounding. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, the, the, the production values alone just were, um, we didn't have it figured out. I don't think it necessarily sounds bad per se, but like, it's not, it's just, a number of things. First off, when we started doing this, I was doing it like in our, in our, like ma- on our main floor in like the middle of like this open room. So I was like intentionally trying to be quiet. So like oh. my voice is a hundred percent different. It's like, <laughs> Hey everybody, this is the cover band confidential podcast. And yeah. my name is like, I, it's like my voice is lower and yeah. it's, there's some sort of affectation I'm, I'm trying to put on it. Right. That I eventually just gave up on. Are you doing it like an N- NPR speaker? This is. I don't think that was necessarily what I was going for, but it definitely came across yeah. like I was trying to be quiet, but also trying to be more serious than I actually am. Right. Right. So. Right. I do think that in our first 
few episodes, we sort of established the thesis of what we're up to here. Mm -hmm. Um, I certainly feel like by the time we hit episode six, seven, eight, we'd sort of said there was a moment in like around, around then when we looked at each other, like, well, we've, we've done it. We've like, that's the podcast. There's nothing mission accomplished. We've said, we've said the stuff. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and then we figured that we needed to just keep finding more stuff to say, which we have accomplished now for 200 episodes. Uh, and I would also like to note that 50 of those episodes were literally like no content. Yeah. Like we were, we were just making stuff up. Yeah. yeah. We had nothing to talk about. I mean, and that was what there was and to I, talk about was that there was nothing going on, but. Um, right. Yeah. It was a crummy time to have a podcast about like being out in the world, doing things with people. Yeah. Yeah. The people who had started the podcast uh, about sitting in their basements doing nothing mm. were like, finally. Really? It's our moment. Relatable content right. at, at last. Right. Yeah. But it's been, it's been such an interesting journey because when I started it, when, we, when I even started the, the blog, it was like, I just feel like nobody's talking to me. So I'll talk to me. Yeah. I talk to myself all the time. What's the difference? Right. And slowly but surely, other people started paying attention to it. And um, it was just this weird kind of happenstance. It, I, maybe it's not happenstance, you know? It, it's all about how you think about things. But uh, our paths crossed, and, and you did a guest uh, article or two. Yep. And then when it was like, it became pretty clear that, like, I wanted to talk. I think I thought a podcast was a good idea, but I was like, there's no way that I could a be interesting or uh, structured enough to do something by myself. Right. Right. It would, it would just be, it would be super time consuming and meandery and I wouldn't be able to get my point across. Um, and it was just, again, pure, uh, pure luck if you want to call it, or, you know, just ignorance and arrogance on our end to think that we could actually do it. Yeah. We just started. And um, if you want to know the secret to getting to 200 episodes on a podcast, it's really simple. Yeah. You just don't stop doing it. Yeah, just make 200 episodes. That's how you get there. Yeah. In the face of uh, technical issues, experience, uh, subject matter, you just ignore all of yeah. those Yeah, global pandemics, vacations. Yeah. We have not missed a week in I don't even know how long. I don't think I don't think a week has gone by. Maybe one. Early on. Maybe early on. Yeah, potentially. But you know, I think we've now gotten to a point where it's like, hey, I'm not gonna be here. Let's do X, yeah. Y, and Z. Let's- yeah. Hey, hey, by the way, I'm gonna be out in two weeks. Figure something out. <laughs> All right, no problem. And we can now. We have, you know, a community to draw from and you know, it's not a problem. Yeah. And and you know, I for for the future. We've got lots of plans. We want to talk to as many people as we as we can. I, I, I would interviews were something that we were we were able to do and then kind of stop doing just for a myriad of reasons, mostly logistical. Um, but we we want to get back into doing that a bit more. Um, and we've got some. I've got a bunch of feelers out, and it's, it's just a matter of kind of hammering some uh, some things down so that we can do that. And um, uh, listen, we've, we've to, had some great interviews. Jennifer Patton was an amazing interview. Did you, that's still like one of those. Every once in a while, I get like something that pops up on my my feed, and I was like, "Holy shit, yeah, that happened!" Yeah, me too. Yeah, 
And um, now, like, yeah, because like we're fa- I'm, I'm Facebook friends with Jennifer. Patton. I know she's like post stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, but it's all it's opened up a ton of doors. Um, you know, this whole thing with Killcliff was because of the content stuff I was putting out. I got hooked up with Mike Squires of Couch Riffs, and we've got something on the um, in the in the pipeline coming up with that. And uh, I just met like a bunch of amazing people. It's been super cool to uh, to connect with people from all over the world. I this I don't know if I even talked about this on on an episode, but uh, one morning I came down uh, to check on something, and I had a voice memo on on Facebook from a person I I I didn't know. Um, and it was a guy from New Zealand who had sent me a voice memo asking some advice about a personnel issue he was having with his drummer. And so that day I talked with this guy back and forth via voice memo, which I don't normally use. I don't know, probably like 15, 20 times, like literally on the other side of the planet in real time. Cool. And kind of helped him navigate like a tough situation that he was going through in his group. Awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. And, you know, the the last thing that has really, like, made a big difference for me personally was um, finally getting serious about getting serious about Patreon and and putting the Slack channel together and yeah. just having, like, a community of just like-minded folks has just been... I think, ultimately, the, the thing that has made doing this podcast worthwhile is you. Yes. Everybody who is listening to this. Um. I didn't have any like aspirations or expectations on what could happen, but what did happen is pretty amazing. Yeah. And, um, incredibly humbling. And, uh, it's just been, it's been awesome to be able to have like real conversations with people who are just like you are in similar seasons of life. Uh, just kind of like building, building community. And, uh, I probably, I talked to, I talked to the, the people in this community more than probably anybody else. And, um, it's cool. It's, I, I, I get to hang out in the biggest green room on the planet and that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. It's very awesome. It's very awesome. And, you know, I think, I think one of the things that I've learned is that we're all, here in this community, we're all going through the same thing. We are all going through, you know, none of our struggles, despite what might be different about our own scenes and our own cities and our own everything. You know, we all deal with the same personal issue with that drummer. We deal with the same, like, what songs am I going to play this weekend? We deal with the same, like, how do I compete in a market that's oversaturated with classic rock bands? We, you know, all, all that same stuff is happening literally all over the world. And, um, it's just so cool to be part of the conversation, to, to confront that and think about it and move through it. And how am I going to deal with it and come up with business models that are, that are, um, about rising above that. Mm-hmm. So great. So great. Such an honor. And I, you know, I, I just, I've spent the last 200 weeks, um, you know, really, really, really privileged that you reached out to me to be part of it. I was really, you know, delighted to be here and be, be your partner and be in this and in this with everybody. It's just, it's, it's been a complete joy over the last 200 weeks. Absolutely. And the, the reality is, is that this community could, is, is, is tight and it is, Mm -hmm. um, 
everybody's like-minded stuff. But the reality is that this community could be so much bigger. Yeah. Because the reality is, is there are, there are us's in every city in the country on the continent yeah. around the world. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time that we can, you know, reach out to them, connect with them and, and get, get whatever we we've been saying for, you know, the past three some odd years uh, out and about to them. And uh, that prospect is, is, is exciting. Yeah. And all the different ways that we can do that. I'd, I'd love to get more into um, as far as like online content, doing like gear reviews and stuff, because again, we are the target demo That's right. for all of these companies. Yeah. We're the ones buying the guitars. We're the ones buying the pedals. We're the ones using their stuff. Like let's, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. And then like being able to partner with big companies and um, give away things and, and do, do the stuff that, that big boy podcast get to do. That's, that's definitely what I, what I aspire to now. So, well, um, and listen, our, the, the growth of our numbers over the last year put us in big boy territory. We're not, yep. you know, Joe Rogan, but we're not, we're not nothing. Yep. We, first few episodes, we had a joke about like, hello, greetings to our listener. <laughs> but that joke doesn't work anymore. We actually have listeners. Yeah. It's really clear. that. We- yeah. So the, the amazing thing is like, yeah, you can look at the numbers and in 2020 during a literal, the world shut down. Yep. Uh, and, and, 30, and you would think even people stuck at home, they're going to listen to podcasts. They didn't podcast listenership. was they didn't. way down that year across way the board, down. across the board. So yeah, end of, end of, uh, 2020, we hit 30, 000, just over 30,000, uh, listens to the podcast for that year. Uh, 2021, we increased that by over 50%, 46,763 to be exact. And, um, you know, looking at the monthly numbers, the past two months uh, in 2022 have already surpassed the highest months we've had in January and February ever. Yeah. So we are now, you know, we, we, we were catching a pretty solid stride uh, before the world shut down. Um, it kind of halted all of our growth, but now we are back on, on the, the upper trajectory. So um, I, it's, yeah, I think it's just a matter of time and, and we have you guys to thank for it. You've been uh, loyal to, to listen and to share what you know with the community and to share what we've taught you to other musicians in your area and recommended us and done all the things that you've done. So, I mean, ultimately this doesn't happen without you guys. That's right. You know, I heard a funny thing. I was listening to a podcast I really love called the memory palace by Nate DeMeo. I don't know if you're familiar. mm -hmm. Strong recommend. It's really, really good. Little short episodes that are about, quirky moments in American history and it's told in this really beautiful way. And in in one episode he said, you know what? Just I know that you think the things you love everybody just knows about, but I'm here to tell you they don't. So here's what yeah. I'd like you to do. Take your mom's phone, take your friend's phone, just borrow your borrow their phone. Subscribe them to my podcast. <laughs> I was like, I don't that's pretty aggressive. Yeah. I like it. Here, you know, here's an idea. Take your bassist phone. Sign them up for this podcast. Yeah, don't 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 have your mom subscribe. Don't have don't your mom subscribe. She unless, she's, unless she's in a cover band. God bless. Unless she's in a band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, listen. You it 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 matters 
to your band that you're all on the same conversation and that you're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, I think it would make a difference if you had your people all listening to the conversation that you're part of about the, the purpose and the direction and the, and the way of doing this stuff. So, yeah. you know, I'm not saying steal people's phones and do things to them behind their backs, but sharing this podcast with the people who are in it with you might make a difference to what you're up to. And also if like, I hope that what we have built up to this point is inspiring because we, we don't, we still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This was just a thing that we started yeah. and we just were stubborn enough to not stop doing it. Yeah. And the only reason that we're experts is because we say we are. Yep. And, you know, our own real life experiences. I hopefully you've learned from our, yeah. our, our failures. We, we've done it enough you know, that we can talk about the good and the bad of it. For sure. And then we made a podcast and suddenly we're experts. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that, that is exactly how that works. And if it's something that if, if you think you could do a podcast, it's very easy to figure out how, what it, what it should be about. (laughs) The way that I always describe it is that if you want to start a podcast and you don't know what to pick, think of a topic that someone would regret asking you about at a party. (laughs) That's what your podcast should be about. (laughs) Yeah. I can do a hot 300 episodes on that. No problem. Yeah. 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 So yeah, if, if there's anything in your brain that, uh, that feels that you feel compelled to talk about that would, that would be, that would be how you would start your own journey in this process. Oh my God. It tells me that I need to start a podcast about gossip in the real estate tech business. Oh my God. Oh dude. There are, there are actually not for nothing. There are actually two podcasts about that already that I listen to. Yeah. So yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. But well, and that was the other thing is that like, we were like, well, I feel like there's a space for us. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that, that niche has been filled already. Let's hope. At least in your world. Let's hope. Yep. Yeah. Well, to commemorate uh, this special occasion, um, some of our listeners uh, wanted to share uh, wh- what they felt and what they've gotten out of the out of the podcast. So wanted to give uh, all of them an opportunity to do so. So here are some anecdotes from our listener base and what it is they love the most about the show. Hey guys, this is Michael with Diamond Avenue out here in Northwest Iowa. I just wanted to say how much I enjoy and appreciate the podcast. I started listening in the fall of 2021 during harvest and I'd find myself sometimes spending entire days listening to the back catalog of episodes. Uh, As someone who just kind of started playing in front of an audience here within the past 10 or 12 months or so, it's been really interesting to hear from the perspective of folks who not only have quite a bit more experience than I do, but also a wealth of knowledge and a wide range of topics that you don't necessarily think about when you first start putting a band together. You know, from set list flow to social media management and everything in between, the podcast definitely got us a lot more organized and kind of allowed us to approach our jam sessions with plenty of purpose to go along with the fun we're already having. But probably the biggest positive impact that I've taken away from the podcast, uh, it's got to be the mental approach that goes beyond musicianship. And this is where I absolutely have to plug the Slack channel and the Patreon benefits. I'm by no means a seasoned pro, and the nerves tend to eat me up quite a bit. And not just on stage either. Uh, To me, you know, sometimes approaching a venue can be just as daunting as playing at one. Uh, But the guys on that Slack channel are so supportive of one another and, and help so much, and 
I think everyone helps each other a lot more than anyone wants to probably give themselves credit for. So thank you to Adam, Dan, all the guys on that Slack channel, anyone who's played any kind of a part in putting this podcast together. I really think it is such a positive force here in the world of, of cover bands. So thanks again to everyone. I'll see you guys on stage. Rock on. Hello, this is Dennis Padgett with Smoking Gun Band out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm part of the Patreon group and the Slack channel discussion. In my opinion, it's worth the monthly contribution. Congratulations, Dan and Adam. Your 200th show on Cover Band Confidential Podcast is here. And I can tell you that this podcast has really expanded and expedited my growth and knowledge as a band leader. For me... The content on how to market the band or set up and going to in-ear monitors and just the overall advice that I get on how to handle the situations we find ourselves in as a performing cover band has really helped me. I can say for sure we rock more, suck less, our bookings are up, and we're a better band overall because of this podcast. Thank you, Dan and Adam. What's up, everyone? Adam and Dan, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. My name is John from the band Level Up, hailing from the great state of New Jersey, gigging up and down the Jersey Turnpike from Philly to New York City to the Jersey Shore and everything in between. I'm so excited for Adam and Dan from Cover Band Confidential. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I've been a listener for a couple years now. I'm a member of the Patreon as well. And I can't speak highly enough of the guys in this community. And I wanted to just spend a minute telling my band's story because this podcast was such a big part of our startup and continues to be a part of our growth even today. I started tuning into the podcast when I started Level Up in the summer of 2020, and it was definitely a new frontier for me. Starting a cover band really early on in the pandemic and literally from scratch all the other bands I had been a part of in the past, I pulled together, including at least one or two of my existing friend groups and, you know, just getting together to jam at first and then building that into a band. So to build something from scratch and in the middle of a pandemic was a little daunting. I remember wondering if anyone was even going to respond to my Craigslist ad, given that people really weren't doing anything indoors in the New York City area. And we were just getting crushed with COVID cases and hospitalizations. So it, needless to say, it was a weird time to be starting a party rock cover band. But I just had the itch and needed to get something started to fuel my creative side like a lot of the listeners here on this podcast. But I needed help. And some friends of mine recommended me listening to Cover Band Confidential Podcast. Before I knew it, I was hooked. There was so much information and such a wide range of topics We've leaned into Cover Band Confidential to learn more about gear, dealing with personnel, marketing best practices, and just so much more. We've even taken Adam up on an opportunity to receive some virtual one-on-one -on -one coaching specific to the gear that we purchased based on his band's rig that he talks about on the podcast. And if you fast forward to today, I'm a Patreon subscriber, as I mentioned, and couldn't recommend that enough. Just imagine the Cover Band Confidential Facebook group or any other national Facebook group for cover bands you may be a part of today. But instead of constant bickering about cargo shorts and iPads, 
It's motivated band members from across the country all willing to share actual good information and help each other out. So let me just end my testimonial with this. You're already listening to the podcast if you're hearing this. That's great. Start incorporating what these guys talk about because it works. Maybe not all of it is specifically relevant to you, but I promise you could definitely take something from the podcast. And if you do, you should strongly consider the Patreon. It's just one day a month sacrificing that $5 cup of coffee that I know you guys get at Starbucks out there. Sign up for the Patreon and start to really take advantage of what the Cover Band Confidential community has to offer. Uh, Adam and Dan, congratulations again on 200 episodes. Me and my band Level Up are thrilled to be a part of the ride. And we can't wait until we're doing this again at episode 300. Cheers, everybody. There you go. That was really damn good. It's really damn good, John. Yeah. So, I mean, they, he was, he was saying that, um, they did their, they did their first kind of real big New York city gig at the hard rock, got an $8,000 booking (laughs) on their first, the first, like out of the, out of the gate. All right. So it, and it was funny when I was up in New York, uh, I was literally at JFK about to board my flight. And John was like, Hey man, you want to get on the list tonight? down uh down in new york like, yes uh, we got a gig to, it's like i can't i'm literally leaving right now <laughs> i want to but i can't yeah i will most hey if if all the things that we've been talking about happen that that is a very good possibility for sure. there's this for sure wild tv or web series concept that we have been throwing back and forth and yep getting to do that would be pretty pretty cool that'd be amazing all right, man. Well, I, I, I can, again, I, I am humbled by uh, everybody's kind words yes. and um, that we've been helpful at all yeah. <laughs> in some cases. It's amazing. But I mean, it, it is, it's cool. Um, you know, talking about the guys with Level Up, I, I, I did get to do, I, I literally, I did, a, I did a, a Zoom call with all of them. The entire group, nice. As they're like putting together their uh, their their X32 in ear kind of rack setup and stuff, and we went back and forth, and I was able to send them some things, and uh, they played their first show with it, and it it worked pretty good for them. And then maybe three weeks later, they got this opportunity to play at the Hard Rock in New York City, and booked an eight thousand dollar show. Yeah. Just, just yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't get, I don't, I don't get to take, you know, credit for that, but hopefully some of the stuff that they, they were able to glean from uh, our ramblings helped them totally get in, get the, uh, get in the right rooms and, and get the opportunities to make that kind of money. So right. right. it's good stuff. Indeed. So once again, thank you guys so much. And um, Adam, listen, to you, my friend. 200 episodes. If I, 200 episodes, man. Yeah. Here we to are. you, sir. There you go. Well Clink. Done. Clink. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Easily uh, one of the coolest things that I've ever gotten to be a part of. And uh, the too. fact that I kind of helped make it yeah. makes it all that, yeah. all the more sweeter. Yeah, perfect. Well, then I say, I say we called it that. Sounds good. No, no tears shed. No awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no more no awkward, awkward than hugs, usual, at least. You know? Yeah. 
So, um, guys, thank you so much. Again, this has been the um, the opportunity of a lifetime to get to talk to all of you and to interact with you any way that I can. And uh, if you haven't ever reached out, I highly encourage you to do so. Uh, email us, coverbankconfidentialgmail.com on any of the social platforms, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, whatever it is that you prefer. Uh, we are out there and we are shockingly accessible. So don't, don't hesitate to reach out. But that'll do it for this week and uh, for the other 200 episodes. So um, thanks again for tuning in. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. Looking forward to the next 200 here in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of March 4th, 2022. Have a great week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! (laughs) 